G'day, and welcome to Mates Code, the podcast that was started on a dare for the people that I care about. I hope you enjoy it, and let's get straight into it. Hello and welcome to episode two. So episode one was a bit of a hoot and uh, I put it out there and it even ended up on Apple iTunes just for something different. So at the end of the uh, first podcast, one of the things I talked about was building up your willingness and capacity to be curious. And after the episode, someone actually asked me a question. And the question was, how do you become curious? And the interesting thing about that question in itself is the answer. The answer to becoming curious is simply just to ask questions. So by asking the question, how do you become curious, you are actually doing exactly that. You're building up your curiosity. So one of the things that I do is I don't try and judge the world by my biases and assumptions. I always look at the world and ask, why did that happen? How does that work? What's that all about? And that way, I have this generation or generating of curiosity. I think it's that simple. So if you want to know how to be curious, just ask more questions. Ask why, how, what. When? Who? Those simple questions can actually be very, very powerful. Okay, so what we're going to do today? Well, I did say I was going to interview some of my mates, and I've been trying to tee them up over the last couple of weeks, because as you can see, it's been a few weeks since the first podcast. Um, And that seems to be a little bit more difficult than I thought it was going to be, but I'm still going to endeavour to do that. So I put the shout out there, if anyone of my mates is listening, or anyone who wants to become a mate is listening and is interested in being interviewed, just uh, hit me up at hello at matescode.com. All right, so what was I going to talk about today? Well, Last couple of weeks, or actually last couple of months, been fairly trying and um, had some really interesting things go on. And those things have been out of the ordinary and quite unusual. And one of the things that I realised, and this is part of the reason for now only doing a podcast now, which is a few weeks later, is that in this modern world, we seem to think that... Um, we need to be doing, doing, doing all the time and we've got to be connecting and we've got to be on the medias and we've got to be doing all this stuff. And what I realise is that there's a few things that we probably really do need to do. And one of the first of, first of them is be kind to yourself. You have to be able to know yourself and give yourself a break when you need it. You don't always have to be on the go. You don't always have to be on your best game. So, you know, you're going to have bad days and you're going to have good days. So be kind to yourself. Give yourself the opportunity to have those different days. Another thing that you want to try and do is do your best work now. So sometimes that what best means will differ on the day, the time, and how you're feeling. But as long as you're trying to do your best work, so you do your best work now, That's important. Don't put things off because you think you can't do it good enough. Do it now 
and then you can always correct it later. But if you put it off, then you procrastinate and then what ends up happening is you never get to it. And the other one that I think is really interesting is speak only to help with integrity. So be really careful. I, I know myself that I can be prone to this where you want to try and help someone or, and you want to try, try and solve their problem or you think by being honest that's actually going to help them, you know, if I just give them the wake-up call. But the reality is what you want to be doing is actually just speaking only to help with integrity. So that means sometimes you might not use all of the truth. You might not want to be honest because that might not actually help that person. You might just be better off listening to them. And that includes yourself. So I thought I'd actually do something different today. So what I thought, I've been listening to some interesting stuff, and there's a really great quote by uh, Epictetus, who is um, an ancient philosopher and writer. And the quote is, It's not what happens to you, but how you react to it that matters. I think this is something really important to take away. That, And it was what I was indicating in last in the last podcast is that our reality is our own and therefore our reaction to our reality is our own. And it's important that we are aware of how we're interpreting the things that are happening around us. So I've got two things here, two lists that I'm going to talk about. And the first one is, if you want to have a suffering in your life, if you want to have a, a life that's, you know, sad and miserable, so filling your life with suffering, then I've got some things that you can do. First of all is try to read other people's minds. That is the first <laughs> way to be in suffering because the reality is you can't do that. You can't you can never know what someone else is thinking. So the next is try and predict the future. That's another great way to suffer. The third, wanting for more. We tend to live in an environment where it's okay to want for more, new things, new this, new that, more money, more this. But this constant wanting is also a form of suffering because what it's doing is it's actually saying to you, I don't have enough, I don't, I'm not satisfied with what I have currently. And the fourth one is wanting to please others. Now, this can be very dangerous. And I'm not saying that you turn around and become selfish. But what it means is don't base your actions and what you want to do in your life on being socially accepted or being accepted by other people. Because like I said before, if your reality is based on the things that you think about it, then same with the other person. So there's no way that you know how to please someone else. And if you spend your life doing that, that in itself is a suffering. So that's how, if you want to have a life full of suffering, go for it. But I've also got another list for you, which is how to have a life that has minimal suffering in it or less suffering. Because the reality is you can't have a life that doesn't have some form of suffering because bad things will happen change will occur and you can't control the future. 
So don't think that you can have a life where nothing goes wrong. Because a part of the issue with thinking like that is that when things go wrong, you don't know how to handle them and you're not ready for them. So rather than thinking like that, think like, well, I know that things are going to change. I know things can go wrong. I know not everything is going to work out the way I think it will. But that's okay because that's life. So the first one in this list is be here now. So this is grounding yourself. I find that we tend to spend a lot of time in the past, what I've done, what I did, what I should have done, and way too much time in the future, what I should be going to do, how I should be doing it, what I'm planning to do. Rather than that, we should be grounding ourselves in the now. And it's a really simple thing to do. Just grab hold of something physical and look at it. Like in front of me right now, I have a desk. I can hold onto the desk and squeeze it and go, I am here now with this desk. It's grounded. I'll put myself back into this moment in time. The second one is say no more. In actual fact, maybe try as your first response to anything is to say no. If you're really uncomfortable saying no, then just say to the person, look, I need to think about it. I'll get back to you. And then when you want to make the decision if you want to do it or not, I had a really great one which says, gauge it like this. Don't have yes and no. Have hell yeah and no. And hell yeah is things that you're really, really interested in, things that would really make your life different, things that you want to experience, things that you want to really, really do. Now, is this being selfish? No, it's not being selfish. What it's actually doing is allowing space. When you say yes to everything, you leave no space available for those opportune moments that come around the corner. You think, wow, I wish I could do that, but I can't because I already said yes to all these other things. So it's actually about building space. And building space is also about being here and now. It means that rather than, oh, I fill my weeks up and my months up and my days up with all these things in the future, actually only have your, you know, your future plan for a week or so because who knows what's coming around the corner. The next one is let other people act and react. Don't try to control others. Don't try to predict how they're going to react or act. Just let them. And the thing is, once you start to let other people around you react and react and don't judge it, you'll find that you'll probably accept them more for who they are. Because when we try to read minds, we're also trying to predict what people are going to do based on our own values and beliefs, which means that when they react differently, it actually creates this sort of juxtaposition between what we think they should have done and what they actually do and then that can create its own suffering do your best work now now this is really important because at the end of the day i think that there's this big thing about getting things perfect etc and there's nothing wrong with being a perfectionist and there's nothing wrong with wanting to get things right But a lot of times that can also lead to procrastination and stopping people from doing things for the fear of getting it wrong. So rather than that, try and do it the best you can now. Because what will happen is if you do it, you'll learn from it. If you haven't done it as well as you should have, then you can learn from it. 
If you're really unsure about something, then ask someone else and say, hey, I'm about to do this thing. Do you think this is a good way to do it? And get some feedback. And get that feedback from someone who's appropriate, someone who else has done this thing or um, is a good mentor for you or it might be a work colleague. And the last one is the less you have, the more you have. Now, this is interesting because this, again, goes against sort of the grain. There's a real movement I've seen in minimalism, which means, you know, getting less um, items around you, so, you know, less material possessions. But less is more is also about time. Time is the one thing that you can't get back. Time just keeps ticking along. So how do you make the most of time? Well, the way you make the most of time is that by having less things going on, it gives you more time to do those other things with a greater focus. So rather than in one day planning to meet five friends, in one day plan to meet one friend and meet that friend for an hour or two hours and have a fantastic opportunity to be there with that person and that be your day that be the day that you have with your friend that's it and don't put anything else in there because that would be enough for that day and then use the other time to do things that you really want to do do things that are going to move you forward the hell years of your life that's it for episode two i hope you enjoy it hit me up on hello at mates code.com and I'll talk to you next week thanks for listening and uh, hopefully you tune in next time and for now have a bloody good week and I'll talk to you later mate